Welcome back to Wasted Local Fantasy Football, where we talk about our fantasy football league and nothing else. How are you two doing today, Josiah and Ryan? I football am good. Wait, he said Josiah. Are wait, is there two Josiahs on the show? Uh, God, I no, my name is uh, Josiah. Josiah. Uh, mm-hmm. Josiah. Well. This With week an H? for you, we, With have, an H, yeah. we have great stuff in store. Um, first, let's get to our sponsors. Daniel? We are sponsored by um, Genital Jousting, where you play as a wiener and joust other wieners. Night-night. My, my well, niece just told me goodnight. She's going to bed. Um, right after you dropped the genital jousting line. Yes, yes, that's fantastic. Very <laughs> awkward. Our our wholesome podcast just went straight out the door. We tried. We got about forty five seconds in. It's never. been I mean, wholesome. that's all you can ask for with one of our podcasts, man. Yeah, <sighs> it's there's nothing wholesome about any of our podcasts. I'm wholesome. absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, so Are let's you? get into let's get into football because um, I know you're both. Uh, you only have a limited amount of time because of Among Us tonight. Um, Dude, and you guys Among are Us is it. tonight. Big game. Yeah, um, I don't know if uh, or when uh, Gurus will be back, but I'm sure that Roger will not talk about Among Us. Um, so yeah, it's supposed to come back out for on the story October mode. 12th. October 12th? Yeah. That's, I believe what the, the announcement said, yeah, it was October 12th was the return. Oh, yeah. So Among Us won't even be a thing by October 12th. Just kind of like Fall Guys isn't a thing anymore. It lasted like a More month. Among Us killed Fall Guys. Yeah, it did. Tomorrow, as you're listening, Ryan's going to be dropping new YouTube content. Where Where is that going to be, Ryan? Uh, it'll be on my YouTube channel. That is oh, uh, YouTube.com slash RyanTurner21. Oh. It's because you're 21. That's just the number I use for everything. 21. Excellent. I use 88 for everything. I used to use 88 for everything, but then I changed my mind. Yeah. So. Well, let's roll right into it. Okay. The Cowboys came back from 35 points down or whatever it was and won in the last second. So I know Daniel's in a good mood. I'm in a good mood because of that. I am not in a good mood because of fantasy. But, yes, the Cowboys uh, pulled the improbable right out of their butts and uh, led the game for zero seconds and beat the Falcons 40-39, to 39, recovered an onside kick to set up the go-ahead field goal. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. I had literally given up uh, about... Uh, five minutes into the first quarter after they had scored their 20th point uh, off of turnovers. But, uh, yeah, the Cowboys... Uh, All right, I've got a stat of the day for you. Since 19, I believe, 39 or 1933, whichever 1930s year it was. 1933. There, I know what you're talking about, yeah. There has been 440 games where team has scored thirty nine, at least 39 points with zero turnovers. The record in that 440 games is... 440 and zero until last week where it's now 440 and one because the Falcons lost. Thank you, Dan Quinn. That's all I have to say. Um, If you want to hear more about that game and more Dallas Cowboys stuff, check out my new podcast, 
the Lawn Chair Cowboys. Um, yeah, it's up on Apple and Amazon and Podbean. We're waiting for all the other major ones. So, yeah, if you want to hear more about that, go over and check it out. But we'll stop talking about the Cowboys because I know Josiah hates it. So, well, I've followed both of your your pages. Well, thank you. Yeah, they uh, Mark Zuckerberg decided to be a butthole and uh, not let us change uh, our name after we held a poll on what we should change the name to. Um, so we had to make a new page on Facebook. So go follow it. Do you know why they do that? That's 90, a 90 day rule. You know why they do that? They didn't want they... people. No, people ahead. would create pages and it'd be like, here's our pet Cowboys podcast. And then everybody would follow it. And then they would change the title to like support terrorism. And oh, so yeah. that makes they, sense. But Facebook, yeah, so they quit. Facebook's explanation was it would cause mass confusion amongst your followers. It's like we have less than 100 followers, and um, they voted on the name. So, yeah. I'm confused care. as to why I'm following a Cowboys podcast in the first place. So beat you there, Zuckerberg. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get into the games uh, that happened this past week. Uh, let's not spend too much time on them because, like I said a little bit ago, you guys are getting on Among Us in a bit. Um, so we'll just go right down the list here. And we'll start off with Josiah's game because that's how my list goes now. Last year it was my game first, and now I'm going from Josiah's game first down to mine. Uh, unsolicited deck picks Josiah versus Mayor of TDCD, Ryan. So in a, the must-win game of the week, you were both 0-1. Ryan took out Josiah, 154.7 to 126.68. Ryan finally getting his first ever fantasy win, and Josiah fell to 0-2. Yep. My takeaway from this is, like, your team is legit, like, the same same way it was last year. Whenever you would lose games, you were still scoring an assload of points, but the mm -hmm. person you're playing is just way outscoring you. So I will say, um, if I can real quick, I definitely was helped a lot by Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had an outstanding game, um, put up a ton of points, 43 points for me. Um, so that definitely helped a lot. Cam Newton put up a bunch of points. And my Colts defense, actually, I got a bunch of points. I believe my defense was the highest scoring defense of the whole league uh, this week. So all that combined definitely helped out a lot because, I mean, A.J. Green didn't put up a whole bunch of points and neither did uh, Ronald Jones so or Goddard. I had all of them on playing as well. Yeah, that trade you made so, with Michael really helped you out this week. Yeah, 100% out, yeah. I, think I was, was upset, though, because Fournette was sitting on my bench and got 25 points. So I could have had him in there instead of Jones and got those points on top, but, you know, I didn't need him in the long run, I guess. I was upset by the trade, too, because I think... He I did the math and I texted you about it that you gained 40 something points from that trade this week alone. Mm -hmm. So I could have won this week. I started Naheem Hines in my flex because I, I made a few starts just out of, I felt like necessity, like Jarvis Landry, who only got me six points, but he was the only receiver I had that had a clean bill of health at that point. So I was like, I got to get something. So uh, Melvin Gordon and Devonta Parker both had 15 and 14 points on my bench. Um, I'm not entirely too upset about this loss. Uh, kind of just sucks that I'm 0-2. But the positive that came out of this is that I was second in the waiver wire pickup, and I got a huge deal there. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, this one was, I mean, was one, no, 156 wasn't the highest scoring this week. No, I forgot about no, Roger. No, it was uh, not Roger. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get to that in a bit. If um, I score 126 <clears throat> points every week, I'm making the playoffs. So I'm, oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because. Like, oh, absolutely. You, yeah. If you look down, like there's only like three people that you would have beat or that you wouldn't have beat. One of them you just happen to play against. Yep. Um, so that's how it goes. So, all right, let's move on to the next game. We've got um, Ian Rappaport or Matthew Berry's um, love thing, Bruce, versus uh, Poppet and Lockett Linden. Matthew Berry couldn't save Bruce's team this week, scoring a mere here. Here I am again, screwing up my my stuff. Scoring a measly eighty-four point seven points, he lost to Linden by only ten points. A performance like that from Linden would have lost in most other matchups this week, but because Bruce can't stay off the waiver wires and picking up everybody who scored big points in the previous week and then underperforming lost him the game. His, yeah. I did his, notice Bruce was on that waiver wire a lot. He is this. Week. It blows my he, mind. He was this week too. Yeah. I think that some of that was out of necessity because Godwin and Galladay both did not play. So he needed to find something, but Scotty Miller and Brashard Perryman yeah. were not the answer there. Um, so they got him a combined total of 4.4 points. Uh, his running backs, who did fantastically for him last week, came back down. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with 10 and David Johnson with 6, which I feel like is going to be relatively accurate for what they do the rest of the season. Yeah, And then James Conner, Mark Ingram, and Julian Edelman all putting up big numbers on Bruce's bench. This was an easy win for him, uh, but he If he had played the right people. Play the right people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think it was, uh, it was, when was it, Saturday maybe? And I was listening to um, the Fantasy Focus uh, podcast, the one that Matthew Barry's on, and, or no, Nathan was, and he was in the kitchen and I was in here on the couch. And I forget, I think that, that Matthew Berry mentioned Scotty Miller. And I was like, Nathan, I was like, I'm pretty sure that Matthew Berry just mentioned Scotty Miller. Go look at Bruce's team and tell me if he's on Bruce's team. And we looked and lo and behold, Scotty Miller was on his team. So Bruce can, can talk about how he doesn't listen to Matthew Berry's every dying word, but I know he's full of shit because I listen to the same podcast. So, um, <laughs> and anytime that Matthew Berry's like, yeah, he's definite. Like, you know, this guy is good. Uh, Tom Brady's targeting him. He's the new Julian Edelman. Guess what? Bruce picked him up. So, yep. All right. Um, Lyndon had a week that he would probably not like brag about, but Tyler Higby got him three touchdowns, which almost single-handedly won him the game. Mm-hmm. And then he had, uh, DJ Moore, DJ Chark, uh, and Kareem Hunt all on his bench, putting up some pretty solid numbers. So, Linden got the win despite probably not his best managerial output. Yeah. Yep. So Linden goes to um, one and one. Bruce falls to zero and two. All right. Next we have Big Booty Cheeks Josh versus Jay Jacobs Jingleheimer Schmidt Nathan. Um, Nathan had a bad week to say the least. Um, Saquon Barkley out for the year. 
Um, somehow Josh, who I believe only looks at his team when his po- uh, when his box of pop tarts is empty, um, beat Nathan one hundred four point nine to seventy eight point six. And I think that even Dude. if even if uh, Saquon wouldn't have gotten injured and played the full game, he still wouldn't have put up that many like points for him um, to beat uh, Josh. It would have been a lot closer. It would have been like ninety something to one hundred four. It would have looked a lot better. But yeah. But yeah. Having a hard time understanding is how in a game with a combined 79 points, uh, Cooper only put up 13 points and uh, Julio Jones only put up 3.4. So uh, was, I guess it was Dalton Schultz <laughs> for the Cowboys yeah. and CeeDee Lamb. And then um, for the Falcons, it was Ridley. Ridley yeah, had two Ridley, touchdowns. And... So if this if Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley switch scores right here, Nathan wins. So okay. that was that was kind of the deciding factor there, along with Saquon Barkley being done for the season. So uh, it's not good news for Nathan, but he can probably not be in such a bad mood because Jonathan Taylor had a great game on his bench, mm-hmm. and so did Noah Fant, and Odell Beckham Jr. showed up. So he's he's got options. Um, he still has Josh, players out there he has to uh, figure out when to play him. Yeah. yeah. Josh kind of underperformed with having DK Metcalf on his bench. Yeah. But he got the win. That's all that matters. Yep. And so Nathan falls to one and one. And I believe I didn't write Josh's down for some reason. Um, probably because I don't care uh, what his. I think he's uh, one and one. Is he one? At one and one, yeah. Because he Josh faced Brittany last week. Lot. Yeah, he did. Josh could have benefited a lot from having uh, Ryan Tannehill play in a starting quarterback position because he put up a bunch of points too, mm-hmm. more than uh, Lamar Jackson did. That's yeah, a hard one though, because you're never. It is. You never. You never know. Yeah, who did? Uh, who did? Um, the Ravens play this week. I forget. They played um, Houston. Houston. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, that's a tough, like, first round pick. Like, do you bench him for Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. That's, if that's, Tannehill keeps putting up those numbers, yeah. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That would be hard. He definitely has some trade bait for someone that might need a quarterback. He does. All right. So next game we've got Kamara Chameleon Roger versus the chosen one Michael. Uh, this game looked pretty close. Um, it actually kind of seemed that Michael would walk away victorious. Enter Alvin Kamara, scoring thirty-three point yeah. nine points for Roger and leading him to a massive victory over Michael in the highest scoring game this year, one seventy-one point nine to one forty-six point one, catapulting Roger into first friggin' place. He isn't first. Massive. First place in the league because huge, of that. huge. Too bad it's his last win of the year. Call I don't me. know, man. Bold I prediction. Say, I give Kamara a week before his ACL is torn because you know Rogers just that kind of person. Yeah, but see, like I was and, gonna, and the way the season's going too this year with everyone being injured. Yeah, like I was gonna, I was gonna make a point about you know injuries and like how Josiah was you know the Roger this year, but this this week everybody's Roger. Like yeah. everybody lost somebody that they had starting. I'm pretty sure. Um, I did not. And I was, I was talking to Michael earlier. I was texting him 
and I was talking about how my team has been like questionable all season. I'm like, all right, if I have nobody play the first four weeks of the year, but like the injuries keep going the way they are, I'm going to be the healthiest team going into the playoffs. So oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with how this has worked out, but Kyler Murray with 32, uh, to DeAndre Hopkins with almost 17 points there. Uh, Mm -hmm. I called it that that hookup really kind of separated. I almost called him Josh again. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Kamara Chameleon from the Chosen One. So uh, that was huge. And then Kamara was big, along with James Juice Robinson right there. Big, probably the pickup of the week from the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. Getting 19.5 points and a combined 31 points from Baltimore's defense and the Baltimore kicker. So, uh, yeah, that is nothing to be ashamed of, Michael. He had a pretty solid week. Um, actually, probably could have won this week if he did not make that trade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he would have. It would have been. I, it would have been close. Yeah. It would have been closer, yeah, if he'd have had. Not traded with me. Yep. All right. So that was that game. Let's just move on to the last one. We don't have to spend much time on it because I lost. Um, I'm a librarian, Bonner, Brittany versus me, hover around genocide. From the start, it looked like Daniel would run away with this game, jumping to a 46 point league before the second quarter of the 1 p.m. games. Daniel had all but one enter injuries Mostert, Adams, Fuller. Daniel fell to Brittany 138.6 to 119.9. Yeah, um, Devontae Adams um, tweaked his hamstring, um, and they pretty much didn't play him um, in the second half because they were just – I think it's precautionary. I think he's fine. He's questionable. Yeah, they were up by like 30 points. Yeah, there was no point to play him. Um, so he only got me five points. Um, Mostert actually did pretty well considering he went out of the game because um, he had that uh, – what what did you say last week, that it's not uh, not feasible that he would do that every week, Josiah? Or who I said that – <laughs> He would have a better game, but it's very unlikely that he gets another 75-yard touchdown. And I was right, because he got an 80-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then Fuller, Fuller didn't, um, he went out with some sort of injury um, before halftime, and I'm pretty sure that he came back in after halftime for a bit, but he had uh, zero catches for zero yards and one rush for zero yards. Um, so he did the doctor happen to puncture his lung by any chance? No, no, it was a, it was a leg injury, soft tissue injury. Okay, I'm, sure. I'm just wondering. I, so, I know I've heard that's going around. Yeah. Now, like I would, I would, you know, Fuller is injury prone, um, but with this past week, <laughs> the the league is just injury prone at this point. So I'm not going to put too much uh, thought into that. Um, he's probably going to be on my bench next week, but but yeah, like. Those injuries well, killed me because if if Adams would have put up a fifteen point game, if Fuller would have gotten me eight to ten points, um, then I could have won. I would have won, but you know, I still we, uh, I still put up one hundred and twenty points even with those three. Uh, well, actually, uh, Adams, um, Fuller, and uh, Allen Robinson getting me a combined like ten points, and I still put up one hundred and nineteen because Prescott ran for three touchdowns. We said at the beginning of the year that the deciding factor on whether you win or lose is going to be who you play in your flex. 
Um, I think you still would have lost, but Hayden Hurst and C.D. Lamb both had big weeks on your bench. Yeah. Except for the fact that Hayden Hurst just sat there and watched the the onside kick roll right past him like <laughs> he was five years old and didn't know the rules playing soccer or something out there. But, I, uh, yeah, yeah I, you played the wrong flex. Buffalo's it, defense got negative one points for Brittany. So uh, if they had done what she had expected them to do, she's scoring 150 points this week. Big storyline for her, though is that Christian McCaffrey is down for a good bit. Yeah, he's on IR. Mm-hmm. And um, she told me to suck it by starting Terry McLaurin, and she, Terry McLaurin got seven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. So mm-hmm. um, shout out to Brittany for uh, not listening to any of my advice and showing me that she knows better than I do. <laughs> I just didn't think she had any better options, but... David Montgomery on her bench got 20 points. Yeah, so he got injured too, didn't he? He, he got injured after that. Did he? I think Because I was going to say, that'd be a good spot for her to replace McCaffrey. Yeah, because yeah, Bruce went out and swiped McCaffrey's backup. But we'll get to that in a bit. I noticed. Okay, so um, we've been doing the, uh, the predictions each week. Um, Michael predicted last week... Um, or well, his predictions. Um, he only got two of five right. Um, Blow and Chad's lead. Yep, Josiah, <laughs> you got four of five, mm-hmm. and I got three of five. So right now, our guests are seven of ten. Josiah, you are eight of ten, and I am six of ten. So I'm still in last with the 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 predictions, but because of Michael, kind of screwed Chad's uh, five five of five with only so I'm two eight right. and two right now. Eight and two, uh, Michael seven and three, and you're. You said six and four. Yeah, six and four. Okay. Well, guests are seven and three, so. Okay. <clears throat> well, sorry if Chad. Uh, hopefully Ryan can bring bring that back up a little bit, but. Yeah, we'll see. I'll do what I can, uh, Coach. We'll see. We'll if see. Uh, if the guests start to build too much of a lead, we can always just have Michael on for a few weeks in a row yep. and have him blow it. <laughs> All right, let's get over to the waivers and the trades because a lot happened this week because there was a lot of injuries. And honestly, I think Nathan, Michael, and Bruce all had the um, almost the exact same amount of pickups and drops this week on waivers. So Nathan added Adrian Peterson, Antonio Gibson, Gardner Minshew, Buccaneers defense, Dropped Nicole Hardman, Saquon Barkley, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the Chiefs defense. Michael added Peyton Barber, Traquan Smith, Muhammad Sanu, Miles Gaskin, Dion Lewis dropped Traquan Smith, Muhammad Sanu, and Peyton Barber. So he only kept half of those people. Um, Josh added the Bears defense and dropped Marlon Mack. Um, I don't know if he dropped him or if Michael Force dropped him because he was on IR. Even though, you know, the IR spot is, you know, an IR spot, we did state beforehand that it's set for if somebody were to contract COVID. Uh, but he dropped Marlon Mack and picked up the Broncos defense. Typical Josh, dropping defenses every week and picking up uh, streaming defenses, which, you know, sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. Um, Bruce added Brashad Perryman, Mike Davis, Dalton Schultz, Browns defense, uh, dropped Tom Brady, Paris Campbell, Brashad Perryman, Rams defense, and Scotty Miller. Where drop Scotty Miller. Um, Matthew Berry must have said bad words about Scotty Miller. So, Something. Um, Josiah 
um, swooped in and snagged Devonta Freeman, who yesterday, yeah. last night, um, got signed to the Giants. So big yeah. excited about that. Um, I know. I think did Michael pick up Dion Lewis? You said. Um, yes. No. Okay. Because yes, he, yes, he did. Yeah. He was the backup, but I heard a rumor that uh, I also just kind of had a feeling with McCaffrey going down and a bunch of people going down. I was like, logical conclusion to this is that Devonta Freeman's about to get a job somewhere. Oh yeah. So I picked that up and then he was seen in New York practicing and uh, late really? Tuesday night, he got the deal early Wednesday morning. He was on my team. So excited for that. And then, I did have a bid out for Mike Davis, but Bruce took him from me. Bruce was the number one waiver wire. He's the only person that could have gotten Devonta Freeman from me, and he chose, um, I think, uh, the Buccaneers' defense as his first waiver wire pickup. No, so it was Mike Davis. Oh, yeah, this is all yeah, upside down and up. backwards, isn't it? Yeah, on the app, you can't trust it. I, I went through and um, looked at it today. He the first because Nathan also had uh, Mike Davis. Um, in his, and Ryan also had him in his, and Bruce was first. So if uh, if Bruce got him, then it was obvious first, because somebody else would have got him before the second round of waivers went through. And honestly, Bruce's method of picking up the hot player of the week can work for you and get you kind of far. But from my experience, I found that like even if you're winning games week to week, when it comes playoff time. Oh, you're screwed. That's it. You're yeah. It's very hard to keep that up consistently for three or four weeks in a row, or however long the playoffs is. So that's why, um, even though the uh, Panthers running back might get more points than uh, Devonta Freeman, I feel like the long play is Freeman because he's going to still be there when it comes playoff time. Oh, and he yeah. might even be better. So that I was, when I'm building a team, I always thinking, hopefully like at my strongest will be when I hit the playoffs. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see how Bruce's, Bruce's method works. Cause it has not worked yet, but he's, he's got a plan and he's kind of sticking to it, even though we're making fun of him for it. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, all right. I have a plan, and I am also 0-2. So, big suck it to me from Matthew Barry. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and just uh, power through the rest of these. Um, Lyndon added Daryl Henderson, Cardinals defense, dropped Anthony Miller, Eagles defense. I added Jarek McKinnon and dropped Jordan Howard. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, I, I grabbed Jarek McKinnon because Mostert is doubtful, um, probably won't play this week, and... Um, what's his name? The other running back there, Coleman. Coleman's also injured. Um, so uh, we've got one trade that happened this week. Um, which voted, I just now saw it voted to uphold. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of people in the chat that were uh, clamoring for a veto. Um, because they think that, that I screwed. Roger. Yeah, they think I screwed over Bruce, but like I traded him Allen Robinson for Mark Ingram, and Mark Ingram's been on Bruce's bench. And Bruce has like 14 running backs. Um, so he needed a wide receiver. Um, Allen Robinson hasn't performed uh, much. Um, Matthew Berry talks him up a lot. Um, so 
I think Allen Robinson um, will eventually do well there if Trubisky would ever pass the ball to him. Um, and Mark Ingram's only put up maybe eight more points than Allen Robinson, so I don't really think it's a, a bad trade. But, yeah, uh, Roger, like Ryan said, uh, was big uh, big against it. So, <clears throat> But that's all right because I needed a running but back. But it went What's that? I said, but it went through, so that's all that's important. Well, it still hasn't gone through yet. It doesn't go through till tomorrow at 5, uh, 523, I think, because there's that veto period. Um, so I, I think everyone's voted yes, at least at this point. Okay. Who has voted. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely voted yes on it. So, so yeah, it uh, goes through at five, uh, 525 tomorrow uh, p.m. So as long as uh, half of the people don't veto it, I think I'm good. Um, I think so it's, Bruce I think, accepted. See, I don't understand necessarily why Bruce did that because he has Galladay, Edelman, and Godwin. Maybe he felt like he needed like a really strong third receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you want to hear a funny story about this trade? Which um, I offered him uh, Allen Robinson and Jordan Howard for Mark Ingram. He denied it then tried to trade me a wide receiver um, for Allen Robinson and Jordan Howard or something like that. And I was like, I don't need a wide receiver. Like I need a running back because Mostert was hurt. I didn't know if I'd be able to get McKinnon or any of the running backs because I was so far down on the waiver wire. Um, so he's like, okay, just straight up then Allen Robinson for Mark Ingram. So it's like, okay. So I got to <laughs> use, um, got Allen or I got Mark Ingram lost Allen Robinson. Then I got to use uh, Jordan Howard to pick up um, McKinnon instead of using Daniel Jones like I was originally planning to if the trade went through to pick up Jerick McKinnon. So, um, I Interesting actually, strategy, Bruce. That's hard sus, though, bro. Yeah, I, did, I didn't really understand it. I actually laughed out loud whenever Bruce re, uh, re-offered that trade to me. Nathan can attest to it. Um, I was pretty dumbfounded but that's okay pretty that's okay. dumb founded <laughs> all right so you guys are going to be playing among us again here soon so let's go ahead and get into this week's matchups um you're playing with us too whether you'd like to admit it or not i still have to download it i'm sure it's not that big of a download. 13 seconds, seconds of downloading on your internet too big game on my internet it took me like five seconds of download and my internet's slow oh uh, yeah all right so, let's just jump into this. We've got, uh, and I'm sorry, Josiah, we're going to start with your game. You're playing against Brittany, and you're going to lose. That's just my, uh, that's my prediction. <laughs> I would have believed you had Christian McCaffrey not gone down with an injury. Um, so, I think that kind of opens the window of opportunity for me. Um, Mahomes, her like golden boy right now is facing the Baltimore defense, which is awesome for me. And, um, Chris Carson might get a lot of points for her, but I just, I don't see, I think this is a good matchup week for me. So I think I'm actually going to predict that I'm winning this one. You know, I wasn't even thinking that McCaffrey uh, was out. Yeah. Um, and you're projected right now to beat her by 10 points. 
Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to change that. I'm going with you this week um, because I need you to win because Brittany can't be two or can't be three and zero. I think Josh Allen is going to get you thirty plus points because um, Josh Allen uh, has been balling out. Um, I really need Derrick Henry to step up and do something. He has not. You also need like AJ Brown to do something too, like poke him with a stick. Well, AJ Brown and Devonta Parker both are kind of up in the air at the moment. So I'm just going to start whoever wants to go there. And then uh, Gusecki, my backup tight end, had 23 points last week. So that is very encouraging. Um, yeah, I actually had I offered you a trade, um, including a tight end, and then I looked and saw like obviously you got George Kittle, he's questionable. Then I looked, you had Gasecki, and I was like, he's not going to, he's he doesn't need a tight end. It's like he's not going to accept that trade, so I deleted it. So this is this is another thing I was talking to Michael about right now, where I have currently on my bench Devonta Parker, uh, Jarvis Landry, Devonta Freeman, and uh, George Kittle because of the injury. But um, although all of those people are really good trade bait, um, if Derrick Henry goes down, then like, which in this current climate, what's happening in the NFL where everyone's going down with injuries, like I don't take that much of a step back because I traded away a good bench player. Yeah. So I'm kind of content to sit on a deep bench right now. Maybe I'll make a trade later in the season, but with Gusecki and Kittle, I know for a fact that going into the playoffs, like I mentioned before, if I make it there, uh, I should have at least one healthy tight end. Yeah, definitely. So, Ryan, who do you think is going to win this game? Uh, between Josiah and Brittany, I honestly, coming into this week before McCaffrey got injured, I would have said Brittany hands down, but I, I think you guys both make good points here. Um, I think Josiah has a lot, you know, I mean, he did, he did well against me last week. It's just, I ended up having some really heavy hitters on my, on my team. And if they hadn't been there and if I hadn't made that trade with Michael, I would have lost that game hands down. So I think Josiah has got a really good chance going into this game and I'm looking forward to him winning this one. All right. So that's three for Josiah. So Josiah, how does that make you feel? Like I'm going to (laughs) lose. You're probably going to lose now that everybody picked you. That's okay. All right, so we'll power through these. Next, we've got Matthew Barry versus Josh. And go. <laughs> I really want to see Bruce go 0-3, so I'm going to pick Josh on this one. Um, Yeah, my personal opinion, um, I think Russell Wilson's going to have a big day versus Dallas because, you know, we've got the two – Seattle and Dallas have the – two worst pass defenses in the league right now. Um, so Seattle's worse than us by a bit, but um, I think Russell Wilson have a big day. I don't think – I think Edwards Hilaire will have 10 points, 12 points maybe. Um, I don't think he's had long enough to be like that goal line back that's going to punch it in whenever they're near the goal line um, if they can get down there because the Chiefs had a rough week this past week against the Chargers. Um, and Baltimore has Chargers a, defense is sneaky good. Yeah, they have a big injury on their defense, but they've 
they've got a, a solid defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think that if he keeps Connor on there, Connor will probably tweak something again. Um, yeah, he had a decent week this past week, but I just I just don't trust Connor to stay healthy for every single game. Like there will be something. Um, but yeah, I th- I think uh, Josh will win. Um, not like pretty well, handily, like I, by ten or fifteen points. It's gonna be a small margin, but I, I I'm gonna pick Josh over this one. Yeah, James Connor last week had like one fifty nine yard run, and besides that, he was like his mediocre little self. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think Josh. Uh, he picked up the Chicago defense against Atlanta, did he? Um, or I don't know. I'm still not feeling great about that Washington defense that he has. Yeah, but I, don't know I why think that no, he picked up the uh, yeah, he picked up the Bears defense. Yeah, um, no, he's got the Bears too, but he also has Washington on here. Yeah, he's got Washington versus Cleveland, and like Washington, I think he's just trying to play matchups. Yeah, Washington's front uh, front seven stout. Um. But the fact that their offense can't keep them off the field is worrisome. But they are playing Cleveland, so it's like... Eh. The Bears' defense didn't look bad last week. I mean, yeah. they got 13 points, but I don't think I don't think Atlanta's the team. But I could be wrong. I think that's who he's probably going to start. Yeah. I don't know, Washington versus Cleveland, he could. The deciding factor for him, though, is DK Metcalf in his flex spot who mm. uh, has been very, very good. Um, I think he's caught a touchdown both weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has 17.5 and 17.2. So whatever Russell Wilson does against the Dallas defense, uh, DK Metcalf is going to be a big benefactor of that. So Josh is going to kind of cancel out what Bruce's best player is going to do. Yeah. So uh, Josh wins this one. All right, so that's three for Josh. Wonder if we're going to go. Uh, everybody's picking the same person this week because we haven't I hope had that not. yet. That'd be boring. It would be boring. <laughs> All right, next up we've got Kamara Chameleon Roger, the leader of the league. I hate to say that, but he is <laughs> um, versus Ryan. So Ryan, how do you feel about this matchup? Because right now you're projected to lose by fourteen points. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this game's going to be a toss up because I'm not sure what to do with Fournette. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've got, uh, Cortland Sutton, he's out, so I can't play him. I also have Debo Samuel on my bench. Who's also on IR. It's just like, I need to potentially look into picking up some wide receivers because I don't know how well of a matchup, uh, Tyreek Hill is going to have against the Ravens. They, that might be a difficult game for him. So I'm worried about that. I'm also, you know, I can't expect Aaron Jones to pump out 40 points every week for me. So I'm looking at maybe hopefully to get the 15 projected from him. Uh, and then if Cam Newton can pull off another good amount of points there, I have a chance. But, I, you know, I Roger has Kyler Murray, who's been doing really well. Um, again, he's got Kamara who I'm just hoping Kamara goes down at some point. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's got Travis Kelsey. Who's also been doing a lot of really good work. Uh, he's got a solid team and I'm afraid I'm, I'm kind of scared going up against him, re- uh, next week 
because uh, I'm still kind of deciding what to do. Unfortunately, I don't see my team pulling this one out, so I'm gonna I'm gonna succeed and give this one to Roger. All right. What about you, Josiah? As much as I hate to say that, <laughs> I agree with Ryan. Uh, Ryan's only chance is if Fournette has a big day. The Sunday night game between the Packers and uh, the Saints, where Aaron Jones is facing Alvin Kamara, that would be a big uh, game for you two to watch to see who gets the points there. Um, But I feel like the only way you're going to win is if the Indianapolis defense puts up another huge amount of points. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dallas Goddard puts up a huge amount of points, and then one of your running backs goes nuts along with Cam Newton to win his normal 30 points. But that you just need too much to go right for you. Uh, Rogers' team is. I'm I'm going going on a prayer for a lot here. So. Yeah. Rogers got this one. All right. Yeah, I think that um, the deciding factor will be Aaron Jones, and he's playing the toughest defense that he's played this year. Um, Yeah, I think think, uh, Roger's going to take this one. Um, And I don't think it's going to be close. Sorry, Ryan. Um, no, you're you're not gonna hurt my feelings. I understand. Rogers got a beast of a team. Yeah, and I've got too many variables right now going into it. I need too many things to happen right for me to win this game. So, I told you that from the beginning. I I'm well aware of the fact that I'm going to lose this one probably. All right, so that's uh that we've all got the same teams winning this week, man. This is this is not looking good, Josiah, because this is going to um, be boring. We should shake it up. All right, let's shake it up. Let's shake it up. All right, next All right, game. I'm going to do the opposite of whoever you guys say next round. No, because you're going first. All right, we've got Michael versus Lyndon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Daddy, yeah. 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 Um, Dear Lord, what is up with uh, Lyndon's team? Yeah, I know. Um. D- okay, so I'll... Are you still there? Who me? Yeah. yeah, everything just cut out. I, I thought I thought I lost you guys. Oh, right. no, I think sorry. Ryan just lagged. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and take it, Ryan. You don't have you don't have to jump off uh, this one. Okay. I'll go and take it. Uh, Jared Goff's gonna have a tough game against Buffalo defense, toughest defense that he's faced this year so far. Um, not sure why he's starting. Uh, oh, that's his only quarterback. Oh no, he's got Roethlisberger. He's got Roethlisberger. I think Roethlisberger. Oh, he's got Watson too. Shit. Um, I think that either of those would be a better start than Jared Goff. I don't know what um, Linden's like hard on is for the Rams um, and former Rams, but um, he seems to like them, and I think it's gonna. I think he likes getting rammed. Yeah, that's I what I see here. I do too. Um, yeah. Just looking at these matchups, Nick Chubb versus Washington, um, Elliott versus Seattle. Elliott's been balling out. Um, Matt Ryan versus Chicago. Matt Ryan's been balling out. Michael's got this one pretty easily. Uh, I'm going with Michael. And uh, I also predict that Lyndon won't go over 100 points again um, if he keeps Jared Gordon. If he keeps off, off on Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, going I'm with so Michael. interested to see what Keenan Allen does with uh, – Oh, what's his name? The rookie. The one that didn't get stabbed in the lungs by the doctor. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Herbert, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, that's just so bizarre. 
that that even happened. They yeah. said that he said he didn't know, like they were lining up for the kickoff and the coach walked over and they're like, Hey, you're going in. He was like, uh, okay. Against the defending Super Bowl champions and Patrick Mahomes. Cool. Um, so I'll be interested to see what Keenan Allen does. And then Gallup should have an interesting day. Uh, and then Stephon Diggs could have a big game. I just have this feeling that Michael's team's going to find a way to choke uh, this week. But the evidence stacks too hard against him. And I think Mike, like, I think Michael wins just because Lyndon's team does not look like it's going to have a great week. Yeah. But this, this would not be surprise me to be an upset. Yeah. All right. You know what? Screw it. Linden's gonna he's gonna he's gonna bench golf. He's not gonna play him. He's gonna put in Roethlisberger or Watson. He's gonna wise up and put them in there. All right, Kenyon Drake. He's gonna have a big week. I I feel it in my bones. Um, he's gonna put up some big numbers for uh Linden. And you're right, Josiah. Michael's gonna choke somewhere. Nick Chubb's gonna choke again like he did in week one. Uh, and not have a big big points for Michael. I'm also not too sure about Andrews. Uh, potentially he'll have a weak week as well. A weak week, um, as well. <laughs> My only concern for Lennon's team trying to make it convincing enough to win is he does have Todd Gurley in the flex, and Todd Gurley has been uh, not performing the best recently. But for I'm hoping this is the week he breaks out and does a, and does something really good. So I'm giving this one to Lyndon by a, a slim margin. Well, and the deciding factor here could be Kareem Hunt versus Nick Chubb. Uh, yeah. Whichever running back gets more carries or touchdowns there could swing swing the game. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's Chubb's not going to get a bunch of points. They're going to all go to Hunt. Yeah, uh, I heard um, they were talking. I forget which podcast it, it was on, but they were talking about um, like the usage between the two of them, Chubb and Hunt, and um, it's like they, they were saying like it seems like after two games, if Cleveland's up, you know, after halftime, Hunt is getting a lot more production fantasy-wise. Um, but if they're not, Chubb is getting more production in the second half fantasy-wise. So against Washington, I could see Hunt putting up some numbers if they're up, if if that's the case, if they're leaning more on Hunt, if uh, they're trying to save Chubb, if they're up at halftime. So, you know, like that's, that's a very good possibility. Um, all right. So on to the last game, it is me versus Nathan and I'm actually living with Nathan right now in Virginia, helping out with the kids while his wife is deployed and I am going to smash him. I'm actually worried about this game. I might be one and two, uh, uh, after Sunday. So, this game is probably the closest one of the week. Mm-hmm. I think you've said that about every game that I've no. been in. You, you said it last well, week. Well, maybe that you've been in. <laughs> yeah. And you had a good game last week, too. Yep. Um, my biggest worry are my, uh, my running backs. Um, Dalvin Cook versus Tennessee. That offense just can't do anything right now, Minnesota. Um, I've got Jarek McKinnon in there now. I'm not sure if I'll start him or if I will start Ingram um, wide receiver-wise. My, my lineup is not set right now. 
Um, I'm waiting until after the trade goes through tomorrow to actually set my lineup and see what I want. Um, so it's, Hayden Hurst might not be a bad option either. You yeah. have to decide between him and Johnny Smith, who Smith is doing great as well. Actually, yeah. Hayden Hurst might even be your flex. Yeah. Honestly. How worried are you about the update that Smith's ankle was causing problems today at practice? Smith? Yeah. Which Smith? Johnny, Johnny Smith. Smith. Johnny Smith. I, I saw him pop up as questionable. Um, it doesn't worry me as much because Hayden Hurst uh, showed that he can actually do something uh, this past week. So it's not as worrisome. Um, I'll keep an eye on it. Hayden Hurst is actually playing a worse defense um, against tight ends this week uh, than Johnny Smith. Um, so, you know, it could go either way. Um, if he's healthy, I'll probably – I might do the stack of uh, one of them in my tight end position, one of them in my flex um, I I might start C.D. Lamb this week because Seattle's got the worst pass defense in the league, and C.D. Lamb as a flex. Uh, last week he put up almost 15 points, um, you know, and I think he's going to have a great year. But uh, Marquise Brown worries me. And if, if Devontae Adams is out um, and doesn't play, then I'm probably losing this game. I think it'll probably rely on that. So, but I'm I'm still gonna go with myself because you know I'm not gonna pick against myself. Come on, I picked against myself last week and I was right. Yeah. Um. This week I'm picking Nathan. Uh. I think he has the better running back lineup. Jonathan Taylor looked <laughs> really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He's got Mike Evans and Odell Beckham Jr. Who I would give the slight edge over. Adams and Hollywood Brown, uh, or even C.D. Lamb, just because of Evans is facing the Denver defense and Beckham's facing the Washington defense. Zach Ertz could have a big game against the Cincinnati defense. Um, the Philadelphia defense is also awful, so Tyler Boyd could have a really big game. He's he's done pretty well this season. Uh, he put up almost 17 points last week. Uh, and Tampa Bay's defense could put up a lot of points too. So, right, because I think Nathan's yeah. going to win. All right, Ryan. Yeah, I'm also going to give this one to Nathan. Um, like Josiah talked there, the, the Tampa Bay defense. He does have a good chance here because um, with Locke being out from injury, they've got uh, Broncos have Driscoll as the at the helm, and that's kind of like we're not sure how that's going to work in their favor. Um, on top of that, too, he does have Jonathan Taylor Thomas on his team. Um, so I will never not refer to him as Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I don't care. Um, and then also, too, Josh Jacobs has been doing decent. So I don't know. It's going to be a close game. Um, Daniel, for your sake and also for the sake of my second league, I'm hoping that uh, Dak Prescott puts up some good points. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to give this one to Nathan just by a hair. I don't know what Jarek McKinnon's going to do. That's why I'm face- that's why I'm picking Nathan. Yeah. Um like I said, like because- I, yeah, I don't know if he's going to if I'm going to start him or Ingram. They both got tough matchups, I guess. Um but Jarek McKinnon, you know, he did okay last week. Um 13 points for coming in for um Mostert. So and he had 11 points on um in week 1. Uh so you know, if he can get me 10, 12 points, 
you know, I, I'll take that over uh, over an injury or a zero. So we'll see what he does. So any final words before we uh, get out of here and play some Among Us? Football. Uh, yeah, Ryan, uh, explain <laughs> where people, again, can, can find all the wonderful things you do. Um, so you guys can find me on my own podcast, the final girl podcast. Um, I host that show over there. It's also in the 13 palm trees production. Um, you know, I play on Twitch at real wormwood and I also on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Ryan Turner 21. All right. We also have a ton of other podcasts, uh, on the 13 palm trees podcast network, like D and D kinda, Video Game Mythos, Gurus of Gaming, who is on a hiatus. Uh, like Ryan said, the Final Girl podcast. Um, am I missing any? I feel like there's another one. No. No. You got them all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, check out uh, Josiah on everybody else's stream because Josiah doesn't stream himself, but he's always playing games with other people. Uh, yeah, so. I'll be the first one dead every every game. <laughs> if he's not, uh, he's going to follow you around like a dog. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, leave a review, uh, let us know what you think about the new artwork. Cause I changed it, uh, without telling anybody. And I was getting really bored with the white background and the whole look of it. Um, Ooh, what's the artwork? I, uh, it's a warmer look. Yeah. It's a warmer, more homey West Virginia hills. In the background look. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah. And, uh, check out my other podcast, the the uh the I forgot the name the lawn chair cowboys um we are not under the 13 palm trees banner um maybe one day but uh as of right now we're not it's an independent type of thing that uh, my cousin wanted to start so uh since I like the cowboys and I do podcasts I was like I will do that and I've been working my butt off uh for them by doing artwork and all that stuff which I thought I would just be recording and talking but uh, it's okay because <laughs> I like doing stuff like that um, we are not affiliated with the NFL, NBA, NHL, EPL, or WNBA, XFL. Or the WNBA. Uh, or WWF. We would like WWE. to be affiliated with the women's national soccer team, though, if any of you young ladies that uh, <laughs> happen to be single would like to let me uh, attend a game and maybe cheer you on a little bit. He will let uh, you kick drop his balls. A, Nope, nope, nope. That's not where this was going. I was going to say leave a, a nice review. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure the U.S. Uh, National Women's Soccer Team, I don't even know what they're called. The the <laughs> That's it. Is it? Oh, shit, I got it right. Um, I'm sure they all listen to the podcast because, you know, we're awesome. I mean, I'm a big fan of them. It makes sense why they're a big fan of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't listen. They don't listen for you. They don't listen well, for me. They're definitely either. not listening for you. Oh, I know. They're definitely not listening for me. They're listening for the guests that we have. They're listening yeah, okay. for me. It's probably true. Don't get a big Brian head, has Ryan. a way with the ladies. He's got a way with me. Except for whenever you say pop instead of soda, because come on. I have always said pop. Pop is pop reigns supreme. Pop is wrong. Soda wrong. like baking soda? No. Baking pop? Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> no, baking soda is the white powdery stuff. Pop is something you drink. Cocaine's it's like powdery stuff. <laughs> it's like Coke. No, it's pop. It's not pop. It's, it's, a big soda. Right it's thanks soda. so much for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week, or well, you'll hear us next week. How's about that? Because it's a podcast. Bye. Hey. Soda pop.
Hello. I, uh, <laughs> hi. Hello. Hi, Ryan. Okay, Ryan. We're up, you're live on the show. Yeet touchdowns. I'm an awkward person. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> All right. What's up, guys? How you doing? 